Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Support WrestleTalk. Donate on Patreon. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Russell Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Russell Ramble Podcast. My name is Chauvin P. Quinnell and I am joined by El Fakador, Laurie Blake. Hey mate. Hey, how's it going? Very well, thank you. How are good. you? Good, I'm good. Did you know I went to the gym today? Did you go? <laughs> Chopper went to the gym? Whoa! <laughs> Chopper's, uh, Chopper's been to the gym twice in our uh, WrestleTalk company-wide get better policy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and boy, howdy, do we know about it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I will tell you guys, I, it's an important day. Yeah. Because for the rest of you guys, you know, Simon has many, many, many points, like 10 now, because mm. he goes to the driving range, and apparently that counts as three. You got three for the driving range, and then yeah. you played golf, so then we just rounded that three up to 10. <laughs> of course. That makes yeah. perfect sense. We don't yeah. have a very good grasp of what sport does for you, so no, we've assumed exactly. that golf is the hardest of the sports. And then Datsun plays sports sometimes. Yeah, but he also. gets less points. because He does get less points. He's already it. winning Wrestle League. He doesn't need to win this and too. he's also very competitive, so he's got a couple extra from going to the gym. I don't know what he Monster. does at the gym, until I, Until I see a muscle on that boy, <laughs> uh, he doesn't get any points. Um, and then you obviously go quite a lot, and you go three times a week to your climbing gym mm-hmm. as well. Ollie's very competitive and loves working out and stuff. Luke isn't here, <clears throat> no. so... He doesn't. He's not got any points. But then there's just me. Yeah. Luke who, is at Luke is at the bottom of the table. Yeah, fortunately, by default. But then there's me who doesn't really do anything as outside of going to the gym every so often. So every time I do go, it's a big deal, mm. you know. And today is I love one of those that you days. were doing. You were doing the. Uh, oh, I've had a hard time at the gym. Bend, yeah. Can't bend over anymore. Oh, I was, it was leg that's, day. That's tomorrow, Chopper. It that's, was leg yeah. day. It's always leg day. It's always leg day. Uh, but it was. It was. It was a good session. Oh, good. Yeah, it was nice. I might go do leg day later. Okay. You know, what, at the climbing gym? No. <laughs> Just climbing your legs. Climbing gym tomorrow, yeah. No, no, no hands climb. No it's, hands. Quite, it's surprisingly difficult. <laughs> uh, well, we've got uh, a couple emails on the intro portion here. We've got one that I've saved for the NXT Ramble. Mm-hmm. Uh, it comes in from Abhinav Jha, I believe. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. Um, starts off by saying, hey, Andy. I don't, I don't like that. I've, mm, I've been delete saying this it. To, delete been, it immediately. I've, I've been saying this to Ollie on the, on the Raw and SmackDown Rambles as well. 
all the emails I've been getting have been saying hi to Andy on them. Yeah. And I don't get why. Like, almost always on, like, Luke's podcast that he does, everyone's like, yada, 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 and not Randy. Yada, 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 definitely not Randy. He's been begging for it in the but super chats, hasn't all he? all of mine have just been saying hi to Andy. Because like, he, knows, he knows we don't see that because we're yeah. sitting over here away from the computer. So we have no <laughs> idea what's being said in the super chat. <laughs> He's been spreading. He has, yeah. 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 Horrible lies about us. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, but anyway, it says, hey, name redacted, Pete, Laurie, Ollie, and Luke. And it says, I greeted Andy first so that he feels nice. Well, he's not here, and he will never know about this unless he listens to the podcast. Um, he said, so... Sad. I know. So, <laughs> he Luke... works with us every day. <laughs> listen to nothing but listen to us talk. If you listen to the podcast as well. I mean, that's just a true fan right yeah, there. Yeah, that is, yeah. Um, he said, so Luke is on holiday, and I want to share a story when the last time he went on holiday. So when Laurie came and all the El Fakador stuff was happening, for the first two weeks, I literally thought, he is Luke. I was new to WrestleTalk, and I wasn't familiar with all the people, and Luke and Laurie both wore a hat and had a beard. So I thought, hmm, maybe this is Luke. So when Ollie started to refer to the uh, started to refer to the different Luke in his videos, I checked back and realized, oh yeah, that's not Luke. So Laurie, well done, you made at least one guy believe you were Luke. That is exactly how we wanted the plan to work as well. <laughs> I've got a hat. Got a hat. I'm pretty got sure a that beard. was the entire premise of the plan. Yeah, got a hat, got a beard. You're basically the same person. I mean, um, what plan? And it says, love you guys. Regards. Not Andy's number one fan, nor Pete's, but Laurie's number one fan. Yes! Abinav. And then a pronunciation of the name that says, Abinav, I got it right. Hell yeah. Um, so Thank yeah, you very much. You, you, you fooled someone, yes. which, which is great. Um, you... Why do I get the stupid fan? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to know. <laughs> Sorry, Abinav. <laughs> Thanks for believing us, but yeah. you suck, yeah. is basically what you just said. Yeah. Um, right, we'll, we'll have another one. We've got one from Ashley Winwood. This is a rest of talk. Get better. It says, hello, Pete, Ollie, Laurie, Simon, Blake Ham. I, I told you about the Blake Ham story, mm-hmm. didn't I? With the guy that had an awesome name. We've had like several follow-ups in then, but I won't, I won't bore you with the whole story. Um, and uh, belated hello to Luke when he returns. Uh, there's a little bit that's uh, being nice to me and saying it's nice hearing my confidence build on WrestleRambles. So thank you. I won't read the whole thing, but thank you very much for that. And it says, hearing everybody's WrestleTalk get betters have really been the boost I've needed as of late, so I wanted to share my own. Over the past few years, I've been trying hard to improve my lifestyle, but with no real goal besides losing weight slash looking better. I found myself unmotivated in getting to the gym and improving. It was when my fiancé got into running Spartan races that I found a tangible reason to focus. In the past year, I've run three sprints, which consist of a 5k run, that's not a sprint, (laughs) with 20 obstacles sprinkled throughout the course. While the weight loss has been nice to see, 22 pounds slash 10 kilos in a year and a half, I found that the strength building has really been where I've seen the difference. Walls that I've needed help on, I can now clear on my own. Cargo nets are quicker to climb. I've started to see definition in my arms and legs I never thought possible, and confidence I've never had when it came to my athletic ability. I'm about two months away from my next race, and have been slacking in my gym and diet. But hearing about all the great get-betters and your office gym tallies had me back out and running today when I got home from work. Nice. Thank you and the SWAF Nation for giving me the little jolt I needed to get back on track. Attaches a progress picture of my fiancé Charlie and I, as well as some action shots from my last Spartan race. Wishing everyone 
the best of luck in getting better. Ashley Winwood. P.S. Pro tip. Watching 30 to 45 minute wrestling matches on the treadmill slash elliptical makes cardio go by so much faster. It's how I keep up with New Japan on a semi-regular basis. And because you could rest when they rest as well. Exactly. When they're doing yeah. rest holds, you just start walking. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to see if I can find the actual email because I've copy and pasted that email, but I haven't copy and pasted the attachments. I'm going to find the email so I can get you the uh, So the Spartan here. Race, here we go. to me... Uh, sounded very exciting. Oh, let's got, see this got, first. got the pictures once it wants oh, to go, load. Oh. Which maybe I'll do my it stuff. It, 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 it looks races. like a, it's basically a tough mudder, is what right? Yeah, because I was I was like. kind of expecting the obstacles to be more, you know. Spartan inspired, like <laughs> yeah. kick this guy down a well, so, fight uh, one thousand Persians, <laughs> that kind of thing, you know. Um, so I can't get the full picture, but you can see like the little thumbnail-sized uh, yeah. versions of the pictures. You see them getting along. That looks like a heck of a things. day out. Yeah, and th- there is a before and after picture which you can't see too well, but it does look very good. I've seen it before the before the podcast started, and there is a lot of progress there, oh, which is fantastic. So very well done, Ashley, um, and I hope you continue very up. Glad the, uh, we could the pin up piss poor attempts to go to the gym we could be some sort of inspiration <laughs> <laughs> in our internal office bickering we yeah. could get you back out and running it's, it's just ollie being competitive at this point well yeah uh, currently we're just yeah at the whims of a petty dictator Absolutely, saying you yeah. only get this many points and then that's knocked on <laughs> and now i'm petty dictating from my position to mm-hmm. say andy can't have full points for playing football and stuff so see, this is how dictatorships begin see this, this is basically the soviet union Oh, God. <laughs> We're living in the dark timeline. <laughs> um, but, like, should I get points? I live on the fourth floor, right? Mm. If I walk up the stairs, no, do I get abs- points Absolutely not. Simon gets points for going to the driving range. I'm going to have a talk with I Ollie. don't think Simon <laughs> should get points for going to the driving range. <laughs> I know. I'm just using it on a scale, you know? Yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah I, walk, I know. I walk an hour and a half every day back and to, to from the station. I don't you get do. points. Well, it's your choice. <laughs> that is your own choice. You do choose living Guildford, yeah, wherever it is. Idiot. Uh, but that, that's going to be it for the intro portion of the uh, of the podcast. We're going to get into the main show now, the NXT review, where we're going to be talking about was that the hottest opening promo ever? Here's the show. Where? We might have had one of the hottest opening promos of all time. I really love this opening promo. I think it was uh, it, maybe not like the hottest, hottest, hottest opening promo, but incredibly hot crowd. Mm-hmm. Yet more proof that the Undisputed Era are the most over thing in WWE wrestling, I think, maybe of all time. I don't know. Possibly. Like, coming, up, coming up to it. Uh, but also, I think just as an example of this promo, and we'll get into the full sort of run through of it in a second. Mm-hmm. This is the blueprint promo that opens every episode of Raw. This is the blueprint promo that opens most episodes of SmackDown. Mm -hmm. And this is how you do it properly. Yeah. (laughs) This is is what they hope that is. And it never is because it's the same five people trotted out every week on Raw and SmackDown. Mm -hmm. And it leads to a six-man tag match, which this did. But this felt like it had gravitas and it had, like a reason that everyone was there. It mm-hmm. wasn't just a procession of people going, oh, I want to be the champion. Yep. It was everyone felt like aggrieved or actually storyline-wise invested in having a match. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and I think you, you made a great point there, when this is what Raw and SmackDown should be. 
But the problem with Raw and SmackDown <clears throat> is that they don't have a storyline reason to do it. They're just mm -hmm. like, we want a six-man tag match because we want something slightly different from last week, even though it's the same people involved. Whereas this, you, you never really see a six-man tag on NXT. And obviously this has been bolstered by this is the first time that Adam Cole has been seen on NXT since he won the NXT Championship. So that already makes the crowd hot. Mm. You know, first time we've seen him as champion, um, as NXT champion, I should say. Um, but uh, yeah, and then on top of that, they, during the promo, we'll, we'll get into the, what they actually said in the promo itself. Came up with Undisputed Era being super duper cocky. Mm. It was awesome. It was top tier Undisputed Era. Looked really cool doing it. Um, came out, did their full entrance. New t-shirts, yellow with black instead of black with yellow. Subtle face turn, maybe. Yeah, possibly. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, Adam Cole just gets the mic and just says, told you so. And yeah. I was like, oh, you are, you are so bad, but so good. Mm -hmm. I love you. Um, and he said that he talked about Undisputed Era being draped in gold in 2019, which is exactly what he promised. And he said, this is the start of us fulfilling that prophecy. Mm -hmm. we'll st and we don't start at the bottom and hope our hard work takes us to the top. No, we start at the top and we take out the biggest guy and we work down. And I was like, that is awesome. Yeah. Like, that's so cool. And it's such a nice, like, character beat for him as well, because he can brag about it as well was so cool it's and a good reframing of the the recent troubles that the undisputed era have and obviously like the issues around nxt in terms of getting pilfered and bookings and injuries and yep. stuff and this was a great way to sort of go well we were kind of hamstrung to take over 25 <laughs> yeah. what we're gonna do it was a great show but this is a great way to repackage and reframe the past mm -hmm. uh, yeah. to make it seem really important now yeah absolutely yeah and uh, then he went on and just said, starting with the NXT Championship, they're going to remake the NXT universe in an undisputed image. And then they played a video of the uh, NXT intro, but it was redone with just Undisputed Era clips. <laughs> and it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. And I want that to be the actual they intro the for the show. They played the full thing. As the well. I love the fact it was intro. like the full one. Yeah. And then uh, it, it was so great. It showed all of the all of the highlights. It's tag team champions and North American championships, and and all of like the best moments, the highlight reel of Undisputed Era in NXT. And then, it ends and then it Adam came Cole back baby. afterwards with an came back after an Adam Cole baby. Do you have something to say? Yes, apparently there's a background buzzing. Uh, is anyone's phone on? Mine's nope. Not. Mine's not in the room. Okay. Well, I was, we're sorry for that. Uh, don't really know why that's happening. I will... Might be because the mics are unplugged. Double check that. How loud is the buzzing? Yes. Is it is it unlistenable? Uh, it's, it's, it's just people just saying it's a background buzzing. I don't know exactly. I have no idea what that could be, but I hope it's not too bad. So I guess we'll just so carry on. on. Yeah. Yeah, turn that off. Why not? Yeah, it might be the mics. Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll we'll carry on and hope it's uh, hope it's not too bad. And if it gets too bad, I'm sure Randall will tell us. Yeah. Um, but uh, straight after they come back after that video that they play, they're all kind of hugging and then ringing. It's about yeah, lads, 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 etc. Mm. And then Kyle O'Reilly has an amazing line where he goes, "Oh, it's nothing, guys. Just someone I put together last night." It was like, oh, <laughs> he God. Gets, he gets thank you, Kyle Charles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Adam Cole takes over and says. That is why we run the place. Mm -hmm. We have all the power yep. and clearly access to Adobe Premiere Pro. Of course. Uh, <laughs> he said, this is a message to the tag team champions and the North American champions. I want you to shine up the titles real nice so they look pretty for Bobby Cole and <laughs> so Bobby Strong and Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. really funny. So good. It's um, such a great promo. But then, yeah, and then just so the last, very last point in the promo that he starts making, he says, you know, this is this is the undisputed era now. Mm -hmm. We've you know no one's going to tell us what to do once we have all the titles. Not William Regal, 
not Triple H, mm-hmm. which feels like building towards, to me, like what would be an amazing storyline, like to have the Undisputed Era fully take over NXT mm-hmm. and start to build it in their image, because then you can have a gang of baby faces or whoever rise up and fight against them. Mm-hmm for the rights to be to sort of control NXT. And that could feed into the faction warfare thing we were talking about last yeah. week with the Forgotten Sons. I don't necessarily think they're the faction to do that. Yeah. But some other conglomerate of baby faces could be a really good stand like four four guys standing off against the Undisputed Era. Yeah. Maybe four fresh guys as well. Like Absolutely, as a sort of yeah. like build up some of these new talents from the breakout mm-hmm. tournament that yeah. we're gonna have. I mean, I wouldn't even be opposed with them, with Undisputed Era gaining a new member, perhaps a, a woman, to try and take over the women's division mm. as well. So then they really have control over the entirety of NXT. Yeah, that'd be really there is cool. no section that, that that isn't Undisputed Era branded. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I, I think that would be a, a great way to kind of build them all, build the whole show around this one faction. And yeah. I know it's been done before with like NWO and stuff like that. And I wouldn't want them to gain another 20 people or anything like mm. that. But. I think if you keep it at four or five, maybe six at a push. Yeah, I think that would be amazing. Well, and you don't play it out too long. I think that's the thing. Like yeah, the, the, absolutely. You, the payoff for this, you shouldn't be like, we're going to do two years of uh, yeah. Undisputed Era on top because that's boring and it stifles the whole thing. Like mm-hmm. Shayna Baszler being women's champion has stifled that division yeah. seemingly for sure. Um, anyway, so Cole says that, and then out comes Velveteen Dream, mm-hmm. who interrupts. By being overtly sexual again, oh, as always, he calm said, it, Dream. Because Cole had said nobody will be able to touch them when they have all the titles. Yep. Dream says, "I want to touch you." <laughs> Let you calm yourself, Dream. <laughs> um, We're on a family show. Yeah, and then so Strong says that he, uh, Dream doesn't deserve to stand in the presence of the undisputed era. Uh, Dream says he wants the NXT Championship as well mm. as the North American Championship. This all prompts Matt Riddle to come out, mm-hmm. who is also being overtly sexual. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and he, like he, Matt Riddle comes out with so much swagger oh, in this ridiculous. program, right? He comes out, he says to uh, Roddy, "How hard did I hit you at Takeover? Because <laughs> you must be confused. I beat you at Takeover, Strong and Bebe. I beat you too, <laughs> bro. Like, bro. So, this is, and it's just this amazing moment where like Riddle just seems to have a counter for everything they're saying because yeah. they also stop having to go. Like Cole jumps in and starts trying to like put him down, and he goes, "No, I know, 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 I know." I'm ridiculously good looking. <laughs> and a stallion. And a stallion. And he says this and he yeah. gets a huge cheer. And he's just uh, looking around and then he just leans over and fist bumps a guy in the crowd. <laughs> it's such so a good, good moment. He's amazing. I love I love Adam Cole's response. He did this during the uh, the bill to take over 25 with Gargano as well. After Riddle said his stuff, Cole just comes and goes, Shut up, Riddle, you moron! <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just such a good line. But then he does have a really good comeback where he says, like, you know, you're jealous because every championship opportunity you've ever had, you've dropped the ball. I've held every championship in this company. Roddy has had tag team gold. These guys have had gold. Like, we've all been winners. You're a loser. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should go back to feuding with attitude, writing reviews of Attitude Era wrestlers Oof. online. That and that, gets the, that brings out the Goldberg chance. Mm-hmm. But it also brings out... Tyler Breeze. Mm. Tyler Breeze pops out and he says he was in the back listening while he was having a chat with Mr. Regal. And he doesn't care who's undisputed. He doesn't care who's the most good looking. It's him, by the it's way. It's definitely him. And he says that he the only thing that annoys him here is the fact that everyone's talking about being the future of NXT and taking credit for building NXT to where it was. And he was the guy who did that. Mm-hmm. Which prompted the crowd to start chanting OG at him, yep. which I thought was amazing. 
Uh, yeah, and he had a. It's a good point. He he wasn't just there for the sake of it. He he literally came out and was just like, "You guys are talking about like rebuilding NXT and like the undisputed image, but like this is my NXT. This mm-hmm. this is my home. This is the place I built." Kind of thing, which made it it made perfect sense, and it just fit in with everything else that had just happened. And yeah, that led to a six man tag match, player. Yeah, but like, it made sense for everyone to be there, and it made sense for everyone to have. A problem with the undisputed era. Yeah. So it, it worked perfectly. But so I think yeah. it was just it was that thing of like, you know, I think normally these promos on the main roster specifically are built around the pops, right? So it's yeah. the pop for the music and mm-hmm. the pop for someone coming out, and then they sort of just mumble their way through. Yeah. I want this belt. Mm-hmm. I blah, blah, blah. this felt like actually what was happening was quite tightly scripted promo work where things built on top of each other. So like Riddle coming out and saying his little Pete, like, so Dream coming out and being, like, quite flirtatious with Adam Cole leads to Riddle coming out and saying something else that adds on to that, and then mm-hmm. he gets his little fist bump from the ground, which leads on to Tyler Breeze coming out and saying mm-hmm. that he's the prettiest. Like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. little trickle down of that one little joke idea going the through line through everything that everyone's saying is just stuff you don't really get on the main roster. And the same with the Undisputed Era. They had a counterpoint to everything everyone said. And it's so smart to just have something like that to fall back on where they can just go, look, well, Dream, yeah, sure, you, you, you might be the North American champion, but we're this champion and we're coming for that. Riddle, you've not won anything. Breeze, you, you went away. Yeah. <laughs> Quite simply, you, you went to Raw, you failed, you came back, whatever. Like, exactly, yeah. You know, it, it just makes a lot of sense to have all of that feeding into this promo. And then to set up what is a really hot tag team match for later yeah. in the show. Like, there was there was nothing about this that just felt like everyone's just been chucked together. All three of the baby faces, baby faces, yeah. are super hot in this uh, mm-hmm. trio. They've all kind of rotated around each other's orbit as well. Like, so there is actual friction between all of them there, but they also all sort of get on. They've all got mutual respect for each other. Mm-hmm. And the Undisputed Era, this amazing over unit. Yep. Yeah, it, it was it was the perfect way to start a show and the perfect way to showcase your new NXT champion mm-hmm. and all the people that have a problem with that. Yeah. It, it, it instantly builds feuds that you can go any direction from yeah. in here. Because you could do Cole versus Riddle from here. You could do Cole versus Dream. You could do Cole versus yeah. Tyler Breeze. And all three of those were set up instantaneously in one promo at the start of one yeah. show. It's great. The only other thing I would have thought about this match is the only other, the only other setup for this match I would have done would have been Dream and the Street Profits mm. versus that would have been good, uh, yeah. O- O'Reilly, Fish, and Strong. Mm. I think O'Reilly still messed up from uh, Takeover Twenty Five. Possibly, seemingly. yeah. Didn't take his shirt off. Didn't really get involved. I think his back's probably still in stitching phases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so, so it led to uh, Breeze mentioning that he'd spoken to Regal and he'd made the six-man tag match and it was to be those three of Dream, Riddle and Breeze versus any three out of the four of the Undisputed Era, which turned out to be not Kyle O'Reilly, but uh, Cole, Strong and Fish. Yeah, but this was like um, a good like quarter of the show. Yeah. It was this, this opening promo mm-hmm. and it didn't lag. It didn't like feel like just a filler to set up something that's going to happen in three hours' time because mm-hmm. we knew it was going to happen later. And they even had the goal to just do the full Undisputed en- Era entrance at the beginning and at the end of this show. And like, it was great and both it was, times. It's so dumb. So it, 
And you just don't, so you don't normally do that. Like no, you, that's not really at all. like an uns, like a you don't do two entrances. Yeah, but they have the power now. Yeah, and they've got control of the show, so I mean, they're they going to do they their did, full yeah, entrance they, twice. Well, they did do a they did the title sequence twice as well. I yeah, guess, in this exactly. Show, yeah, yeah. Um, but and then on top of that, and on top of all the things that make sense and how good the promos were and people talking and all that stuff, the crowd were really into this as mm. well. It wasn't just like it was some dead segment that fell on deaf ears kind of thing. Like this, the crowd were popping for all of the important lines. They cheered when Adam Cole did his thing. They they cheered when Dream made his remark. They cheered when Riddle did his thing. They went oh at the at the right lines it was it worked mm. so well it riled the crowd up and it got them excited for the main event which really isn't that the point but that's good <laughs> yeah but that's that's the example of like good writing right yeah. that's the that's the like great delivery good writing all that's all you need to get a wrestling crowd invested because lo and behold they like wrestling they're already invested usually yeah. so yeah. exactly yeah Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on bluenile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Patreon shout out. This is for our $25 and above pledge hammers. Uh, so thank you very much. They are only known as hashtag Team Lol. Woo! Yeah. Cheap pops. Thank you to Robert Spencer. Period. Woo! Oh, yes. Thank you, Robert B. It says Ryan, doesn't it? Definitely says Ryan. Ryan, be bad. No rolling your no eyes, Randy. No. Uh, thank you to you, son of a bitch, Thailand Tyrell Reeve. Woo! Thank you. Thank you to <laughs> Shower Lurker 
Jacob Bates. It's, 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 it's a psycho, psycho reference. Yeah, yeah. It's a psycho it's weird, reference. Yeah. Thank you, King George Phillips. No, that's not even a place where you roll your eyes. Thank Stop you, it, King but thank George you. Phillips, but thank you. Screw you, Randy. Yeah. The Chronicles of Stefan Riddock. Riddick. Yeah. Woo, yeah. The King of Chaos. Thane Krios. Yes. What was that? Lovely. I can do what I like. And Hallomania, Patrick Hall. <laughs> Stop it. Thank you very much, everyone, for your support on Patreon. Condolences to everyone who knew and supported Lionheart, yes. uh, the um, British wrestler who passed away yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, very sad news. So yes, massive condolences yes. to all his friends, family, uh, and everyone involved with ICW and anyone he's ever wrestled with. Mm. Yes, that was very, very tragic news. Um, but uh, I apparently have closed the Super Chats from earlier because I'm super smart. So mm-hmm. we'll just head straight over to you yep, and I'll see if I can get them back fine. for the next, uh, next section. Nate starts us off with asking, where does your neck beard actually end? <laughs> Who can say, really? Uh, <laughs> this is an unintentional neck beard, by the way. I just kind of haven't shaved and it's there. Mm. It's supposed to have been shaved off about two weeks it, ago. but It only looks more neck beardy because you know it's Laurie who trims his very fastidiously. Yes, exactly. Mine's there. Mm. Mine... Uh, yeah, here, I guess. You, and then it's just like... Yeah, you probably can't the, see you've grown out the full amount. You probably can't yeah. see mine because it's so bushy, but it ends about... Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, sure. A great big bushy beard. Uh, Tim Arndt <laughs> says, Was Matt Riddle attempting a knee bar shot at Goldberg? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Yeah, that's quite good, actually. I didn't even know, didn't even pick up you on that. You should have done a jackhammer. <laughs> yeah, you should. Just speared someone. Just be like, ha, that's how you do it. Um, There's we, every possibility he was, though. Craig yeah. Brown, uh, echoing my earlier thoughts of R.I.P. Lionheart, very much so. Uh, Dan, Mayor of Painsville, Dan says, Hello, guys. Uh, what is next for the Undisputed Era? Just kidding. Um, are you ready for Dexter Lumos, bracket Sam Shaw, to dominate the tournament? Well, hi, Dan. Hey. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think he will. I, I have my prediction of who I think is going to take it all for the breakout tournament. Trevor Lee. Possibly. Mm. I've got another guy, but we'll see. Uh, but no, I don't think it's going to be him. I ACH. think he might He might even lose in the first round. Ach. Mm. Uh, Ach. Michael Ach. Dominguez says, uh, Pete, maybe you can go back to writing online reviews for wrestlers from the Attitude Era. <laughs> uh, Andy is the messiah of the keyboard. Thank you very much. Yes, I am. <laughs> messiah of the keyboard. Mm. Might as well join Undisputed Era alongside the messiah of the backbreaker. Mm. They're basically the same thing. What's the online review thing? Well, I'm thinking like I'm missing a joke. So there's, so it, it was part of this episode. It was a, a thing that Cole said to Riddle. Oh, it was like, okay. oh, you should go back to writing reviews about wrestlers from the Attitude Era because oh. the Goldberg stuff. Um, so I guess they don't like me and they want mm, me yeah. to do that. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, Randy Datsun, he's yeah. not the uh, messiah. He's no. a very naughty boy. <laughs> yes. Uh, and we've only got one more. Possibly the buzzing is putting people off, um, but I will uh, attempt to fix that in a minute. Uh, Jobber JJ says, question for all of you, who is your one favourite wrestler? Ooh. Mine, I'll start off, is Walter. I just think Walter's he's great show. wonderful. Yeah. And just his chops are just, just yeah. When he walks into the ring, I just get excited. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's it. Well, really. for a long time, mine was Volta as well. I ha- I think it's just because I haven't seen him as much lately. 
I haven't seen him as much lately, so I don't. I think he's not probably my favorite now. Mm -hmm. Not because he's, you know, not gotten it. Not not because he's gotten worse. Because I haven't seen as as much of him lately. I think I might go with Adam Cole. Honestly, yeah. he's just everything he does is so good. His promo skills, his wrestling ability, his character, his faction that he's got. Everything's fantastic. And every single time he says Adam Cole Bebe, I do it with him. Every yeah, single time. Fantastic. Like, I'm I, going I got to, it. I'm going to pick uh, the OJMO, oh, who is my favorite yes. wrestler of the minute, who had a fantastic match yeah. against yeah. Rob Sharp at uh, Frontline. Frontline. Mm. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, that he was seems fantastic. to be a very hot up and comer. He does, yeah, very much so. And was it amazing like amazing match amazing selling really good stuff it was fantastic yeah but it will change next week so <laughs> yeah yeah it'll change next all week. the time it's fine i'll pick a new one yeah the next thing after that opening promo uh, we got into a uh, a video recap of Io Shirai mm -hmm. and Shayna Baszler's feud with uh, Shirai and Baszler uh, due to have a battle next week inside a steel cage for the NXT Women's Championship dun, dun, dun. Um, this was a really cool video recap shocking WWE makes a good video package yeah. you know but uh, no this was um, such news this was really fun this video recap was really good yeah. and it showcased the entire process of Shirai kind of snapping and what she did at TakeOver 25 mm -hmm. with the kendo stick uh, and it showed kind of the whole arc of Shirai starting out as just being like I want the NXT championship yeah go me and then eventually mm -hmm. she just got more and more worn down and seeing Kyrie saying get hurt and then she got more and more worn down and eventually she snapped and now she's gone a bit crazy and now they're going to be locked inside a steel cage mm. and like on last week's uh, no access to kendo sticks though. no access to kendo sticks mm. well that we know that of that we know of um, they can fit through the bar you can, <laughs> you can have hundreds of them it'd be like a game of kaplunk <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah uh, got to the point where on last week's show Shirai did the arm break spot on mm -hmm. to Jessamyn Duke I think it was it was, was Duke yeah um so she's getting a bit more violent and ready to go and worked yep. up by Baszler. So I'm very much looking forward to their Steel Cage yeah, match next week. Yeah, I think it should be week. a really, really cool, exciting mm. match. Yeah. Raul Mendoza uh, facing off against the newly re-debuted Damian Priest, mm -hmm. who formerly Punishment Martinez. Uh, he re-debuts as Damian Priest. Now looks like a Las Vegas stage magician. <laughs> <laughs> they were going for Rockstar, but he looks, yeah, he does look like he does, uh, Chris Angel. Chris Angel. Very, yeah. very much Chris Angel vibes. Um, but uh, his entrance looks pretty cool. I can dig it. Yeah, I like the entrance. I thought yeah. it was really cool. Yeah. So it said live forever in flames and then mm -hmm. it blanks out and then they did lots of like spotlights and silhouettes mm -hmm. and yeah. all that kind of thing. And then they did like a little thing where he like sh he, uh, mimed shooting an arrow and then it popped up with his name yeah. after he did it. It was it was cool. I liked it. Stole that idea from The Rock um, though, didn't he? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, it's uh, hard to mime a flamethrower though. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's gone. There we go. There was a connection issue. Well done, Simon. Um, Thanks, housemate Simon. Can always count on you. Yeah. 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 yeah walk in front House, of the camera again. Simon Thank crosses. you. There he goes. Goodbye. Thank you. Well um, done, Simon. So the uh, thanks, Simon. The uh, the match itself was actually really fun. Obviously, mm -hmm. it was a little bit of a squash match, but it wasn't like a main roster squash match where no. the match starts, 
Boom, 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 move, done. Yeah. Uh, Mendoza got in some really cool offense. Men Mendoza still looked really good coming out of this. Yep. Lots of evasive maneuvers, lots of counters, him flying around and diving through ropes and uh, spinning kicks and all sorts of stuff like that. He looked really cool. It's the right way to do it, though, isn't it? It's because yeah. you do the, you, you basically do the idea that, like, one person is so confident in their abilities that they think they can just be lazy and mm -hmm. walk over the other person. The other person fires back, surprises them, and that's when... They go for the they go for the juggler and the finish. Like mm -hmm. you know, uh, Priest starts a match off with this huge boot, yep. lays in loads of strikes, knocks down Mendoza. There's an amazing point in Mendoza's comeback where he's sort of like Priest tries to get out of the way and walks to the other side of the ring, and Mendoza w runs across the top rope halfway down the ring, leaps off and drop kicks him mm -hmm. through the ropes to the outside, then goes for the tope, and that's the point where Priest is like, well. <laughs> I'm going to have to sort you out, now mister. You, now you've crossed the line, <laughs> son. Uh, yeah, so he, he goes for the tope, and uh, Priest just catches him, choke slams him onto the apron mm -hmm. of the ring, gets him back inside, hits a discus roundhouse to him, which looked really cool yeah. to, uh, to, um, blah, 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 to Mendoza. And then he hit his version of the crossroads, essentially, mm -hmm. as a rolling cutter uh, for the win. Uh, I think both of them are really cool. Yeah, I don't this. know if the rolling cutter is the best move for him. No. Someone of his size, mm. it's like, it doesn't feel right. No. I, I feel like... As the discus as, boot was cool. Yeah, discus boot was rad. Really like that. Um, but the yeah the uh, the crossroads I'm I'm not I'm not super sold on it's, I don't know whether it was just like because it was a bit mistimed and it didn't look right and maybe against a different opponent or on a different day it yeah. would look a lot better um, but I feel like he could have he could have basically lifted up Mendoza mm. and then done it like, yeah I don't know yeah, there's yeah. just it just there's something about it that just looks it it's a bit too DDT ish for a big guy yeah a know? little bit um, but maybe you need something like a like a power bomby or a choke yeah. slammy type thing that might work better it was a very fun squash match though i think it was yeah, it was yeah, a, yeah it was a really good way to put over priest i'm assuming they'll put him into a couple more of these and then do a keith lee and forget about him probably yeah pretty yeah, much yeah, yeah. yeah. or put him in a few slightly too many people in nxt at the moment yeah put him in a feud with keith lee that'd then, be great and then keith lee just gets buried again yeah so, you know i think like fun. or maybe they'll do something in the same way they've been doing with kushida which was like put them into a a couple of week feud with another yeah. established talent it's just to have amazing showcase matches that'd be really fun it's like, a great show like I, prefer, I much prefer that as a way as a means of putting someone over than having a series of squash matches mm, absolutely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and then we cut backstage to William Regal who announces the NXT Breakout Tournament. So we've had news lately um, of uh, loads of NXT signees having their names changed, mm. which was a big deal for a lot of people in the community. Um, but uh, then we've got the NXT Breakout Tournament, which is basically going to showcase eight of them in a single elimination tournament, and the winner of the tournament gets a championship match of their choosing. Women's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the women's, please. I'll, I'll have the women's title. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, so we had the eight competitors being Jordan Miles, formerly Ach, Ach. ACH. We had Boa, Cameron Grimes, who used to be Trevor Lee. Mm -hmm. We had Asaya Swerve Scott, who used to be Shane Strickland. Dexter Loomis, who used to be Sam Shaw. Bronson Reed, who used to be Jonah Rock. Mm -hmm. Angel Garza, or as William Regal said, Angel Garza. Angel Garza. Uh, it used to be Umberto oh, Garza. Angel Garza. Angel Garza. Uh, and then Joaquin Wilde, who used to be DJ Z. Um, and interestingly, when they announced all these guys, they actually had the formerly known as names on the screen as well. Oh, yeah. Which, yeah. Was, which was interesting. I, I thought they'd just be like, oh, this is Cameron Grimes. This is 
Jordan Miles. Well, no, because it's it's a cynical marketing move. It's yeah. uh, it's not a it's not a uh, we really think that this is the pinnacle of their character work to be <laughs> yeah. like you're Cameron Grimes now Trevor Lee like yeah. it's literally to be like well later on when we make Cameron Grimes t-shirts and all this stuff and then you eventually leave we own the rights to all the Cameron Grimes absolutely work. so yeah you'd obviously say formerly known as Trevor Lee because mm. who who's Cameron Grimes <laughs> who's Jordan Miles yeah ah. um but uh, yeah, we also got the uh, the uh, initial brackets mm-hmm. uh, for the tournament. So we have uh, Loomis <coughs> versus Reed. So that's uh, Sam Shaw versus Jonah Rock in the first mm-hmm. one. Uh, we had uh, Shane Strickland or Isaiah Scott versus Cameron Grimes, Trevor, Trevor Lee. Lee. Uh, we had Gaza versus Wild. So Gaza versus DJZ. And that starts next week. That's going to yep. be the first match that they'll do. And then we have Miles versus Boa. So Ach versus Boa. <laughs> Um, in the first round. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the breakout tournament? Who do you think is going to take it all? Uh, do you know what? I don't know. I'm going to mm. say Cameron Grimes. Yeah. Uh, just because I think Trevor Lee's fantastic. Mm. He is very, uh, very he's good. very good at flipping water bottles. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, I I have hopes that uh, Bronson Reed's going to do well. Jonah Rock. Oh, I really like um, Jonah Rock. As yeah. well. He's fantastic. So yeah. I, I think he might do well and I think he's going to beat Sam Shaw, a.k.a. Dexter Loomis. Yeah. In the, I think in ACH the first might round. go far as well. ACH would do very well. I mean, all of them are really good, honestly. Yeah. I've heard very, I haven't seen all of them wrestle, but I've heard very good things about the people that I haven't yeah. seen. So It will be interesting to yeah. see who they, yeah, who they pick to get a title shot immediately and which title they pick for them to go. I, I feel like the North American title is the one that people would be like to go for, but yeah. it would be a bolshy move to be like, okay, well, I won this tournament. I won the NXT Championship. Yeah. I mean... I would so I would be really into that, especially if they if they did it not at a takeover. If mm. they did, I wanted the NXT Championship, and then be like, right next week on NXT, NXT Championship match, go for it. Well, it's a star, it's a star making opportunity, isn't Absolutely, it? Absolutely, like, It's yeah. really like you know to 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 hang with Cole mm. in if Cole is still the champion by yeah. that point. But like to hang with Cole in uh, NXT would be something that you just go, okay, well they're instantly a mainstream like a main competition player now mm-hmm. yeah i mean what, one of the things that a match that's really stuck with me which is weird mm. is finn balor when he was nxt champion taking on apollo cruz mm. and apollo cruz it was his last match before he went up to the main roster um but he had a showcase match against finn balor as nxt champion it was an nxt championship match and uh cruz came up short mm-hmm. but he looked great in the match and everyone was like oh what, what an amazing performance by cruz yeah. and of course he wasn't that long in nxt before he got called up to the main roster so this was that was his kind of star making performance yeah. before he went off so that is a kind of thing that i think they should do with the nxt breakout star don't necessarily have to have them win no have, to have them win the not. title but to have him in an exhibition match against someone at the caliber of <clears throat> adam cole that could you know drag him to a great match if they have to yeah I think that, I think that would be an ama- an instant way to make a star. Well, it's a win-win scenario, isn't it? Because you don't have to you don't have to schmoz the finish to protect your champion. You can have your champion look very strong in a win, but you can make the 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 younger guy or the up and comer look like star material by giving them enough of the match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah, it's a it's a very very smart thing it's to one of those do. Rare, yeah, it's one of those rare situations where nobody loses by having. A, a definite outcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a, a it's like a mini mini cruiserweight classic that they've got going on with just mm. like all of these names that you you won't know or like the NXT crowd won't have seen 
we're going to showcase all of them at the same time. Have fun. Mm. And you just get to see so many different wrestlers and you can attach to which ones you like and which ones you don't. Yeah. And it, it's great. I love it. Great idea. Um, next up, we got a video of Mia Yim's journey to WWE and her background and all of those things mm -hmm. with her sit-down interviews thrown in there as well. Um, thought this was really cool. Again. Yeah. So uh, she said that she's going to protect the women's division from Shayna Baszler. So you see, it's obviously going to end up with a Shayna versus uh, Yim feud yep. at some point, which also sort of gives away the fact that Baszler's probably going to retain over Shirai in a oh, steel cage. No, <laughs> it's like no. I don't know. It was it was just the I fact. Don't believe, that it, I believe it when I see it. Yeah, chopper. but it was just like it, it's just had it that like. Me and Yim were saying, like, oh, Baze has been, you know, ruling the women's division for ages and yada, 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 and I need to protect the people who can't protect themselves. I'll be the the heroine of this whole story and yada, yada, yada. It's like, well, what if Shayna's not the champion anymore? Then you're kind of directing your attention in the wrong place. Yeah, maybe wait a week for this yeah, promo. Yeah, I know, yeah. It's, it felt a bit weird to me. But regardless, it was still a cool video. Yeah. Saw her background and the struggle she's had to overcome to even get to WWE and then what she wants to do. Yeah. Now she's here. I think you could, have, cool. like, you could have framed this entire thing, though, about you could have done basically the same promo, but done a bit more of like the struggle she had in NXT, starting mm. off like she didn't, like she's had a, quite a lot of wins, but then she had the feud with Bianca Belair and that was very back and forth. And then she got the big win mm -hmm. on the TakeOver pre-show or like the, the the NXT that was filmed before TakeOver. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Within, in the same room that a TakeOver happened, she got her big win. Mm -hmm. So you could have done all of that and then just said, I want the NXT Women's Championship next. And you don't have to frame it so much as like, I'm specifically coming for Shayna Baszler. Exactly, yeah. Thus giving away, mm -hmm. you would assume, next week's result. Yeah, exactly. But regardless, it was still cool. Mm. I liked watching it. Um, it well, was I like, nice. Like, yeah, I like just promos that are just putting over someone like yeah. who's who we already know of. And like, there's plenty of WWE very good at making promo packages. And there's no point only doing them for takeovers. Like, yeah. it was cool to have the Io Shirai and Shayna Baszler one this week, building to next week's match because okay. I'm sure next week we won't get that promo. We might get the promo on the show, but it makes it feel like a really big event because then you're not just saving these really awesome packages for your huge pay-per-views. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's great. Um, next up, we had a women's division match, which was Tainara Conchi. Where's she been? Versus Zia Lee. Mm -hmm. um, Lee. What a combined height. Yeah. Lee is very smiley. Yeah. Very smiley. She was having the time of her life on her entrance. My goodness. Um you get your face off, though. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, she came out and she was slapping her legs and, like, doing along with, it, with her music. Her music, by the way, sounds exactly like the opening of Believer by Imag Imagine Dragons. <laughs> it is uncanny how quickly they... Uh, how quickly? How... how uh, that one. Yeah, but it's just the opening oh, okay. bit with, like, the claps and the... At the start. It's... it's Almost identical. I was like, why does she have Believer as an entrance music? Turns out it wasn't. But anyway, um, yeah, so she's very, very smiley when she comes out, which is great. Tainara Conti is also very smiley. Mm -hmm. um, the match, I don't know. It, it was fine. It was fine, is it was, what I'd say to the match. It was sloppy enough that it confused Mara Ronaldo at a couple of points, and he <laughs> yeah. was just sort of like, was that a, that was a um, uh, take? A move! Uh, yeah, and it, it was it was okay. Like yeah. there were some cool bits of it, and then some of it was a bit sloppy. Yeah, and 
that was fine. Yeah. Like, Conti got quite vicious at one point, which mm-hmm. is quite cool, and then started laying in these really brutal kicks. But mm-hmm. I feel like that's when it sort of started being like, oh, okay, this is quite good now for me because I was it, it moved past the trying to do the really coordinated wrestling maneuvers that require two people to do to just one woman just kicking another woman. And I was like, <laughs> well, that's believable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. She just kicked her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it seemed to me that, like, both of them were trying to get over their characters too much, if that's a thing. it's it's That seems like a really weird statement to make, but I'll, I'll clarify. It was like, Conti would do a move, and then immediately she'd, like, either, like, do a weird smile thing that she does, or, like, readjust her hair, or, like, put her hands on her hips, or, like, something. She After almost every single move, there's a little sequence where almost after every, like, punch she throws, she has to do, like, a character moment straight afterwards. Mm. And it, it just seemed like... I know it kind of slowed things down a little bit, and it was a bit house showy. Yeah, I think it's like that more yeah. like where you spend a lot more of the time playing to the crowd because mm. you get the response and you can really uh, soak up that moment because you're just performing for a live audience. You're not yeah. making a television show in mm. which the people at home aren't doing what the live audience are doing. Yeah, like you know, the, when you get a really big response like the Undisputed Era get from the from the live crowd. That does make people at home sit up and take notice. But when you get sort of a eh, yeah, yeah, okay response from people in the like in the room, it probably sounds big and and mm. it's fun and everyone enjoys that. But at home, it doesn't really translate. So you're just sort of going, okay, well, maybe got to crack on with a match. Yeah, yeah, just wrestle a little bit would yeah. have been nice. But the finish was still really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like uh, Lee's. I assume that's her finisher. I haven't actually seen it before so double spinny yeah double spinny kick thing so she goes for like a I think it's a roundhouse I don't know mm-hmm. I don't know my fighting stuff um, she goes for like a roundhouse Conti ducks it and then she just rolls straight through with the other with the other leg and hits her with a nails her uh, yeah. nails her with a heel uh, straight in the head which looked great that was really cool and Lee picks up the win yeah um, it was a match yeah it was uh, It was definitely the filler of this episode for it sure didn't, didn't really build anyone or no. didn't feel like it does anything no but we won't see Lee again for ages. Yeah, Conti will Conti. go back in the closet. I don't. Yeah, it's yeah. just. Yeah, it was. It was there. It was fine. Um, but then, then it picked up because we had a Street Profits promo, uh, doing their whole on the street thing that did. You're not a fan. They sold out, man. They sold out. They got a microphone and a proper on a proper camera. <laughs> oh. They sold out. It's not a phone but promo anymore. They've got power because they've got the NXT Tag Team Championships. Mate, now. do you not see? That's it. This is it. But they've sold out. I, I found there was one really hilarious moment for me here. And they were just talking, doing the thing, saying, oh, we're the NXT Tag Team Champions now, yada, yada, yada. They said, oh, um, next week we're going to be facing the Forgotten Sons. Ford was like, what? And then it's like, yeah, we're going to be facing them, and yada, yada, yada. Ford, Ford's crown that he's wearing just falls off, and he just stops, freezes, and just turns around <laughs> and looks at it. And Angelo Dawkins, who has the mic, just goes, oh! for ages just straight down the camera it was so good and you could tell it was completely improv because yeah, it just yeah. fell off it was just so perfect no, but, uh, um, yeah and then they clearly just decided to do another bit of promo they just <laughs> like we'll have to make up another promo <laughs> look you're gonna have to slowly drive your car while we sit on it uh <laughs> i still love it they did actually really like it i'm yeah. just i'm joking that they saw yeah, that uh yeah. But yeah, I, I I preferred it when it was low, like low production values because it true, felt yeah. very much like personal. But this still got across the kind of personality of the guys, mm-hmm. and I loved when they were like on the car with the crowd outside the venue waiting to go in for the tapings, like mm-hmm. getting in front of them and saying like, you know, if you keep doing what you're doing, we're going to keep doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. It, it was a really nice 
moment for them, I think, and for the Full Sail crowd who've... I think even when NXT weren't pushing the Street Profits to the moon, the, the Full Sail crowd were always behind them and yeah. always very, like... Very true. You know, always involved in their, like, finishes and stuff like that as well, like, massively, like, always celebrating in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Really, I feel like the Street Profits are kind of one of those homegrown talents where... Full cell really takes ownership of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There are guys, is what they were mm-hmm. what they were thinking. Um, yeah, re- really fun promo. Gets across their characters. Sets up Sons versus Prophets next week, which is cool. I'm into it. And then we had the main event, which was set up early in the night with the promo that we talked about before. Uh, and this was Cole Strong and Fish from Undisputed Era taking on Dream Breeze and Riddle. Mm-hmm. Um, this was like a. 10 minute match yeah I know I felt like I watched like 20 there was so much that happened yeah. in this match it was so fast starts off really explosive Riddle and Cole start things off which is a cool like fresh matchup that we don't really see too often it was nice started off with this explosive action Riddle just so quick just darts straight behind him picks him up just slams him straight into the floor I was mm-hmm. like yes I'm already into this yeah. match let's go um yeah, just so, so many back and forth pieces, constant tags, not a rest hold in sight, which was great. Um, we had uh, Undisputed Era distracting to allow Cole to take over. We had Riddle doing his gut wrench suplexes that he does and rolls through and maintains hip control mm. and then just throws him again. It was amazing. Uh, Dream had a moment where he slid through. I can't remember whose legs it was, but he slid, slid through someone's legs. He was kind of doing his pose thing on all fours on the floor. And as they ran at him, suddenly he could jump. Like, it, it was actually from the floor into a drop kick. So, it was unreal he's, how he's quick. Rapid, yeah. yeah, it was so good. It looked amazing. Um, then, you had Bobby oh Fish in with Velveteen Dream. Dream goes for a lion salt while staring at the other members of the Undisputed Era on the apron. Mm-hmm. And as he's kind of looking at them, he goes back. And I don't think he realized where he was aiming because he goes knee first into Bobby Fish's face. Oh, it was hard to watch. Oh, it, was it was really, really harsh landing on that, which uh, Bobby Fish ended up getting a black eye mm. off it, which uh, the commentators played up later in the match when they got confirmation that that had actually happened. Yeah, that was hard. That, yeah. was, that was a hard, hard landing. Um, but still, it was cool. It was just a really awesome showcase match of like, these are all the top guys. Yeah. Watch them all do crazy stuff to each mm-hmm. other. And it was just... Yeah, there was no, there wasn't really a hot tag in sight. There was a little bit of like the Undisputed Era working someone over. The baby faces just through raw ability fight back, mm-hmm. take control again. Yep. Undisputed Era, bit of distraction, back in again. Yep. And that just went back and forth the whole way through until it was the baby faces who let themselves down. Yeah, absolutely. Because it, it came to a point in the match where. Uh, Tyler Breeze was running wild. It was a, the the closest thing they had to a hot tag in the match was for Tyler Breeze at the end here. It was kind of coming in, forearming everyone, hitting drop kicks and all this crazy stuff, and he was going going wild. And uh, he manages to get uh, one of them on the outside, and he was about to go off the ropes to go well, for hits, a dive. He hits the beauty shot, doesn't he? So yeah, he, sorry, he hits, hits the hits beauty, beauty shot, shot yeah. on Fish, I think. Mm. And then as he's pinning Fish, Strong, Strong drags him out. him out of the ring. That's right, yeah. And Breeze goes straight into trying to do a tope. Yeah, exactly. And as he's bouncing off the ropes is when Dream tags himself in on Breeze, obviously playing off their tension at TakeOver 25. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and then Breeze just kind of be like, what the hell, man? Why did you tag yourself in? 
they kind of have a little scuffle back and forth, which allows Strong to come in out of nowhere, hit a running knee onto Breeze, who falls into Dream, mm -hmm. knocking him over as well. So then Strong picks up Dream, hits the little suplex backbreakery thing End that he does that looks at that one, looks rad, uh, and then pins Dream to win. Uh, mm -hmm. Which was really cool. So the the North American champion just got pinned, <coughs> which potentially sets up a strong dream yep. title match at some point, which is great. Pinned by um, yeah, pinned by the undisputed era member that wants that belt. Exactly. It's, yeah, yeah. It's great which makes so much sense. Yeah. The undisputed era get a win straight after Adam Cole won his championship belt. So that's also great. You've got more tension between baby faces, so they're mm -hmm. not all just like we love each other. We're great. So you've still got tension between wrestlers, which yep. is fantastic. Feels very more fleshed out. This was great. Love well, it. it's, but it's exactly the sort of thing that opens the door for the Undisputed Era to fulfill their clean sweep prophecy because mm -hmm. you don't want to put the Avengers together now. Yeah, you know, exactly. This is the yeah. thing. You, you, you want to give them a reason to put their differences aside and come together. Mm -hmm. And you want to play off the fact that they have these differences now to keep them from stopping the Undisputed Era basically taking over NXT. And then once Undisputed Era have taken over NXT and you are in the darkest timeline mm -hmm. for the likes of Matt Riddle and that lot, that's when you want to build to everyone coming together and mm -hmm. trying to get the belts off them. Yeah, exactly. Almost like a ne Nexus storyline where they just got to grab people and just try to stop them yeah, in any exactly. way they can. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. I, but better. But better, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Son's um, Cena. <laughs> yeah. But there's, there's so many little moments in this match that I absolutely loved. It mm -hmm. was like little things like Riddle uh, repeatedly was trying to hit German suplexes onto Cole. Uh, and Cole just kept countering it and he was like hitting his hands away and like elbowing him and trying to get out of it and eventually Riddle just goes fine I won't do it and he just spins back and does a ripcord knee instead I was like mm. that is just so good it's just little things like that I was like that's such a good nice spot Riddle is insanely powerful hits a fisherman suplex without Cole jumping just kind of lifts yeah, just okay, straight up we're, we're going for this move now uh, yeah whether you like it or not <laughs> yeah. you're coming with me yeah, I, I literally just started writing notes. I was like, lots of stuff happening because mm. it was just spot, 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 spot. After this, it was like a, a supermodel kick, double axe handle to the outside from Dream. And then O'Reilly manages to get up and distract the ref. So Undisputed Era take control again. I was like, this. I was struggling to keep up to, to, to well, make was my the thing. notes. So when I saw there was 14 minutes left of the show mm -hmm. and then they still did full entrances for everyone, I was like, oh, okay, this is just going to be like, I thought this was just going to be like one and done sort mm -hmm. of oh, this is, I knew the end already. So I was like, maybe yeah. this is just going to be really, really quick. Yeah. Or an, oh, instead an angle it, more Instead it was a 30-minute match in 10 minutes. In, in 10 minutes, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, this was really, really fun, mm. really fast. Uh, got everyone over. No one looked bad coming out of it. No. It, it was perfect. It was perfect. Yeah. It was a really great way to establish the new Undisputed Era with their NXT Championship and the mm -hmm. power they've got now. Yeah, and it is, like I said, it is the right facet of the Undisputed Era versus everyone else angle to play off. Undisputed Era, team for years, very cohesive, everyone else a bit too egocentric. Mm -hmm. and, and that's all of their characters as well. Well, not, not so much Matt Riddle, although he does ha did have the line yeah, earlier he, on. Yeah, exactly. He's, but he's, he's, you know, he's very confident in himself. Uh, and then you have Dream, who's obviously very egotistical. Yep. That's basically his entire character. Yep. And Breeze, who's Prince Pretty and is very egotistical, comes down with a phone taking selfies. Obviously very egotistical. And those egos clashed in a match against yep. a very cohesive team. So the cohesive team won. Yeah, It just makes sense. <laughs> oh, they did, they did very, and they did very well to make Riddle seem a bit more like ego driven than before mm -hmm. in this. Like, you know, they had him start the match by he pushes... 
dream and breeze out of the thing. Mm. Goes, I'm beginning this, mate. So yeah. like, get out. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And I love that Cole started the match as well because mm. it makes him, especially since, you know, he had uh, the match where he didn't have Undisputed Era come down at TakeOver 25 and then he starts the match. It makes him feel less like a cowardly heel now as well because yeah. that was always his character before was that he didn't really want to fight and he'll sneak his way into various oh, he's a things and stuff. Now, yeah. But now he's like, I've got the NXT Championship. I can do anything. Mm. And he he believes in himself now and he's like, you know what, guys? I've got this. I'll yep. start this match. Don't you worry. It's Tiny little moment, but it just builds so much more character. Well, he's holding the proof that he's brilliant, isn't he? Like, exactly. You know, and the same as he said in the opening promo, I told you so. He's yeah, like, yeah, exactly. I have fulfilled the prophecy now. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Um, I'm the chosen one, the messiah of... The not NXT, the backbreaker. The messiah of the NXT. The messiah the, of NXT, the, yes. The messiah. The messiah, yes. John DiPietro, who is Randy Datsun's number two fan, nice. uh, says, Name change, housemate Simon is now Hyman Simon. Hyman Simon. Hyman Simon. Sure. Housemate Hyman. He housemate sure Hyman. is, and he saved everyone earlier he did. by doing something. We don't really know what he did. But don't, he just, I don't I think, think he, he knows, I think he knows he what just, he did. I think he just pushed the cables in more. Yeah, yeah it's probably that. Um... Jobber JJ asks, what would your wrestling name be? This is a question for all three of us. Pete, you go name. first. The Dot. The Dot, Pete Quinnell. I don't know, honestly. I, um, uh, Like a nickname? Or like um, just... The- yeah, like, so use your real name and then come up with a nickname. So I'll be... Chopper Pete Quinnell. Come no, on now. Yeah, <laughs> Chopper, I would be Elfagor or Laurie Blake. <laughs> yeah. If I was playing off Laurie Blake, I'd be Laurie... 18 wheeler Blake. <laughs> I'm just, I guess I'm just Very Randy, good. aren't I? Am I just Randy, Randy? Andy Datsun. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, that's actually kind of fitting. Yeah. Um, Tomo says, Tomo. Uh, Hello, fellas. Hope you guys have an amazing day. Hope oh, the SWAT Nation does as well. Thank I'm you, Tomo. Very kind, yes. I really, yeah, I hope I have a good day too, although it is. 20 to 4, so most of my day is over at this point. But yeah. I'm very hot in here as well. Sweaty. Uh, Tom Ball says, I have a job interview tomorrow. Wish me luck. And it's at Aldi, I found out. Good luck luck. with your job interview. Hope it goes Mm. great and you smash it out the park. Tell them to name drop me. No, yeah, don't, 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 don't do, do that. that. Just tell them everything Mate, they I've want to hear. You'll get fired before you get hired. I've shopped in Aldi before. They know. They know. Yeah, of course they do. Um, <clears throat> Michael Dominguez says, I noticed Laurie wears P&Co. I do, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Pete's nickname is Chopper. So do you all ride motorcycles too or what? Going to NXT Live tonight, Riddle versus Cole, baby. Nice. I'm Riddle afraid of motorcycles. Cole. Yeah, I've, I've never ridden a motorcycle in my life, nor, Chop- do, I, so nor the, do I plan Pete, to. Yeah. Pete's feet can't reach the pedals. So the, the chopper name actually came pedals. from... Yeah, because you, you rest your feet on. They're not pedals. What do you call them? Footrests. Footrests. Mm. Yeah. Sp- I don't know. Yeah. Sp- <laughs> Motorbikes. Uh, <laughs> Bikes. Motorbikes. The chopper nickname actually came from... Uh, it was a nickname we used to have for a guy that I used to work with, um, just because it didn't suit him either. <laughs> so that was it, basically. It's because you're so smiley. So there was a point where we were going to call you Killer Pete. Yes. Uh, but then we decided the chopper was funnier. Chopper, yeah. It was literally... they they When they first told me that I would start doing videos and things here, not full-time, just to, as like a, a trial run, essentially, to start with... Uh, they just said, the plan we had, by the way, is you're going to be called Chopper. And I was like, what? <laughs> Say what now? Chopper. And then Ollie just talked to me on the phone and was like, yeah, here's the storyline we've got planned out for you coming in. And I was like, 
okay. Sure. Yeah, I'll be I'll be cho- I'll be created by Laurie. Sure, why <laughs> not? Goes. Fine, yeah. Uh, wasn't, that wasn't a bit. That wasn't story. I named you Chopper because of the thing, but I did create you. You are Sorry, mine. Yes, yes. You are my test yes. tube son. Yes, father. Yes. Uh, Tim Arndt, thank you very much for your generous donation. Thank you, Tim Arndt. And uh, I know I saw Tim Arndt donated, uh, did a super chat for the predictions video earlier as well. I saw his name, but I closed the super chat. Make up a question. Prediction oh, um, it, well, there wasn't a question. I remember oh. that. It was just a I know. A I remember he said, what's your favorite finisher in WWE? Is that what he said? Yeah. Yeah. That's what she said. Favorite mm, finisher. End of, end of... Oh, that's a great shot. I was going to say end of days. But... Whatever that I mean, thing end of was, days that... is also on my list of my favorite finishers. Mm. End of days is amazing. End of heartache. Yeah. Also very good finisher. Very good. Mm. Last shot's decent. Wouldn't put it in my top, though. It's just a nice one to pop the crowd. So it can do it from basically nowhere. Mm. So it's a shocking one. You can just do... Yeah. That's it. So... Mm. Yeah. Whatever uh, Mojo Rawley's finisher is. Running forearm? The tea bag. Christian Baltimore says, Love you guys and screw you, Blake Ham, you piece of crap. Oh, that's a thing from the podcast. Yeah, so canon. Yeah, if you listen to the podcast, it's really good. Yeah, if you listen to basically this entire week and last week's of Rambles, you'll catch up with the story of Blake Ham, which is quite the chronicle. Mm. Uh, you should catch up with it. It's, it's quite funny. Uh, Tomo says, I am staring into your souls. Mainly yours, Laurie. Oh, well, you won't be seeing much. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't got one. Well, I was going to say, Happenable pointed out that you are ginger. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. So I was just staring back into Tomo's soul. Now, this person changed their name to <laughs> Randy Datsun. No, I can't they, remember. No, no, they didn't roll their R's. I can't remember their what their name was before this. It was like Michelle or Michael or Bert. Um, she, I think it was a she, says, uh, We all love Adam Cole because we love a good old bad boy. Uh, Undisputed Era can run wild and dominate NXT till DIY return. Fight for all the gold and NXT supremacy after Undisputed Era defeat all other groups. Wow. That'd be cool. Don't know how long you'd be waiting for DIY to return, mm, though. Like, that might be a while. It's at least a year. My prediction is that Gargano loses again at Toronto and then goes up to the main roster anyway, so I don't think there's going to be another DIY. You think he's going to go up to the main roster? I think I think they're going to try. And, they're going to try. I don't know when he'll succeed, but I think Triple H might try and keep Gargano until Champ is back. At the very least, until Champ is yeah. back. Maybe they just see, um, take him off telly for a while. Yeah. Put him on training or something. Yeah. And then, like, then bring him back in just before Champa returns. Mm. So, like, you can get you can get the double kind of Or until Vince yeah, is injured. At the same time. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's a good oh, yeah, yeah, can't go. You can't, can't, can't do it. He's injured. <laughs> yeah. Send him to Birmingham quick. He's broken He's all on of his vacation. legs. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, what a shame. Yeah, no, I, I'd, I'd very much like to see that. And uh, Vince is over his dalliance with stealing NXT guys anyway yeah. now. He's like, he doesn't know what to do with the ones he's got. Exactly. We've got another chat. Uh, I've got two more chats. Uh, firstly, Nick Hill says, nothing but thank you very much, Nick, thank for your you, donation. Thank you, appreciate and it. And Tim Arndt is back in to say, my favourite finisher is when Raw finishes its third hour. Hey! hey. Shots fired. Sick for that. Sick for that. Shout out. So we've got a uh, another email here from Tom, who says, 
Uh, hi guys, I just wanted to drop an email with an idea and something funny that happened with your podcast. So I think I told you about this when we were having toilet discussion. Uh, when we told the story of uh, Randy Andy having uh, problems with Splashback. Oh my God. Mentioned that on the podcast. I solved it yesterday. You solved it? Yeah, I just put a piece of toilet paper down first and there was Did no... Did you learn how to poo, splash. finally? Yeah, that's, After all yeah. these years. I stopped doing a handstand. Yeah, uh, yeah of course. Yeah. Like that guy who kept catching it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, then we, uh, Ollie and I progressed to other toilet talk. Mm. Uh, how we wipe was a, was, a, was a conversation. Not just scrunch or fold. Because personally, I'm a folder. Whatever. But, I'm neat. I'm a folder. Yeah. Uh, but then I plait it. But I, I, I fold. Yeah, I fold a swan and then I scrunch it into Ollie, my uh, bar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go full this. origami on it. Yeah. Sydney Opera House as well. Yeah, yeah. It gives you three, mm. three prongs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. The anyway. wave, the wave motion. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, and then Ollie started talking about people who wipe standing up or sitting down. T- yeah, yeah, right, what? right, right, yeah. So that Always was a whole stand. Don't tell me you're one of them. I often leave the bathroom to do it, and then just throw, <laughs> throw, just Kobe throw the dirty away. rags back Kobe. in, yeah. straight <laughs> back to the toilet. Wind, wind blows it straight off. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Mm. Um, but then, uh, yeah, so we had a, a conversation about that, and Ollie, Ollie, right, mentioned that he uses one sheet of toilet paper at a time like one square what? off the toilet roll right mm. he'll take one fold it so it's like a little line and just wipe with that no. and then he'll take another sheet and fold and wipe but that's with when that. you're in the danger zone yeah like, what, if, what if you folded it he, too small and it I doesn't know. cover your finger entirely but he said he hates waste so he just uses one until he doesn't and need it he uses the thick. minimum it, amount possible but he's just had tough. a poo and that is waste exactly yeah. that's not thick either because if if for example if he didn't want anyone eat the most solid in the world, then it could easily break through, and you mm-hmm. can end up with a mm-hmm. with a tanned See, finger. If you really don't want waste, yeah, got to eat your poo. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. Just cook it up. He's got to eat. He's got to eat it. Yeah, but but then I said you're in trouble of if it's like thin toilet paper. Right. You're in trouble of you know breaking through with your fingers. And he gets yeah. that like special. He has toilet. Bamboo toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, of course you have bamboo toilet paper. Ollie, that's the most Ollie thing I've ever he heard. He just has a bamboo yeah. plant next to his toilet. <laughs> he, hate, he, hate, he hates waste except monetarily when except buying monetary bamboo waste. toilet paper. Oh, any kind of my toilet my toilet paper's made out of the inside of shark-proof wetsuits. <laughs> rubs ashwagandha. Nothing will get through. <laughs> Made out of mithril. <laughs> anyway, we got an email from Tom. He <laughs> yeah, was saying, really I, 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 "Idea and oh, well, you, you needed the backstory for this. For this something funny that happened." He Backside said, "So, story. so he said, uh, I listened to your podcast out loud in my house, and whilst I was cooking breakfast, my girlfriend walked into the kitchen. She reached to get a glass for a drink and heard my phone talking very loudly about wiping standing up. She just said so loudly, "What the hell? What weirdos? I could barely breathe from laughing." <laughs> but we that don't is- wipe. We we were saying that people who do do that. Oh, are weird. weird. Yeah. yeah, I know. So I don't know. Yeah, where... but I think more uh, like we're putting out a podcast in oh. which we, in which we talk about discuss poos. Oh, the wrestling podcast where yeah. we talk about wiping standing up. And I don't know whether that means that Tom's girlfriend was saying that the people who wipe standing up are weirdos or we're weirdos for talking about it. Hey, we discuss <sighs> the important topics. We do. It's, 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 it's a 50-50 toss-up, isn't it, really? Um, yeah, and then, then there's uh, he, he's given us an idea which I'll have to pitch to Luke when he's back, but basically because he's got a massive backlog of emails, we could do like an extra <laughs> bonus <laughs> podcast <laughs> of just doing emails, but uh, we'll see. Um, but thank you for your email, Tom. Appreciate it. 
Um, we'll do uh, we'll do another one or two. Uh, we've got uh, one from Florian Simon here. Good name. Um, who says, "Hey, all of you fine folk at the Wrestle Talk office, the office, apart from obvious exceptions, and screw you, Blake Ham." Yes, yeah, screw you. Piece of crap. Uh, I've been thinking about the promos by Alistair Black a lot these past days after you talked <laughs> about it. Because if I'm being honest, I can't with WWE anymore and haven't seen any of them myself. But the way you described it got me thinking. Do you think the latest one, well, that was actually two weeks ago now, with him shouting uh, at a wide, at how wide open his flipping door is, could lead to a last one where he just states that he's done waiting and says stuff like, you're all accountable for what happens next, and then just goes roughshod on the whole roster, taking out everyone with black masses and all that beautiful, beautiful kicks of his. I'd personally love it because as kind of a metalhead myself, I feel really drawn towards the guy. But on, on the other hand, why trust Vince with anything no matter how simple it may be anyways would like your thoughts on this matter and thanks for all the great content yada 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 i think they don't know what they're doing with alistair black he's in a holding pan i also think they don't necessarily know what they're doing bray wyatt no. uh, they filmed a load of like so he this week on with bray wyatt he did the ninth of eight scheduled yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, promotional firefly funhouse so this did fill out the last one finally yeah it but, did it did yeah i don't know whether they have a good enough plan for him going forwards, like what will his first feud be? How mm-hmm. will he debut? What will he do? Yep. Same with Alistair Black. I feel like it seemed like all the backstage stuff was Buddy Murphy. Yeah. Um, including that weird tweet where it was like conspicuously <laughs> yeah. Buddy Murphy alongside all of these people who've been on TV recently. Mm-hmm. But is that really good enough to have that many promos where he's like, who's going to dare to step through? Oh, yeah. Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy. Even though cool. I think that feud is going to be amazing. Yeah. Um, but I think you're probably better off with Alistair Black doing a feud first where he builds up a bit of momentum. Mm-hmm. And then to build Buddy Murphy, you have Buddy Murphy be the guy who shows up and puts a stop to Alistair Black. Yeah, exactly. I, I would really like... I, I like your your idea that you said in Florian of just like... He's just like, when I was going to come fight me, eventually he'll just be like, fine, I'm going to go find all of my own fights and mm-hmm. it'll just it'll destroy everyone. That'd I like that. Aw- that would be awesome. Be I, really I really cool, like that yeah. idea. Um, but we'll have to see whether it happens or not. I think it's likely someone walks through the door. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Just as he's about to leave. (laughs) Shame a man comes in. Oh, crying out out loud. It turns out the other side of the door where they're filming the promos is the Firefly Funhouse set. It's (laughs) It's the door that Bray Wyatt It's a revolving door, and he ends up back in the room locked in and more promos. (laughs) That'd be great. Uh, We'll we'll end this off with uh, a couple of 80% facts that we've got from Daryl Perry here. He says, hello, Pete, Ollie, Blake Ham, After Swafters, El Fakador, Housemate Simon, and definitely not Name Redacted. Um, I have a couple of 80% facts. Shakespearean English was much closer to the modern American Southern accent than the modern day British accent, which apparently dates back to only the late 18th century. Prove it. No, it's the 80% fact. That's the point. We can't prove it. How can I compare these to a summer's day? 80% fact. 80% 80% yeah. fact. Do be Can't or check not it. to be. <laughs> <laughs> Romeo, Romeo, wherefore art thou, Romeo? Well, yeah. that was in Verona, so those have been Italian accents anyway. That's true. I don't think they were doing Italian accents <laughs> in Shakespeare. Um, and he sent in one more that just says, Cephalopods are believed to be, believed by some, to be an alien species with evidence pointing to the lack of a fossil record. Lovecraft definitely thought that, didn't he? Yeah. I don't know about this. I don't know enough about my... Well, History they were, slash they were nature. Slash they're just weird, aren't they? Yeah, they're just strange. Octopi. Octopi. Um, Squidlies. Yes. Little squiddly lads. So yeah, I don't know about either of those. So I couldn't tell you whether they're outright lies. So they wouldn't leave a 
bunch of imprint on the ground. I don't know. Stop fact-checking this, Dad. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on Discord. <laughs> Get off Discord. You're at work. Um, I'd just yeah. leave a beak imprint, wouldn't they? There's nothing else. <laughs> there's like nothing else to like squids bar a little beak. So. Mm. Yeah, That'd be no it. Just a little big guy. Yeah, that might be it. Fossils, but yeah, they're from bones. They're so. Just rot in it. Don't think about it. Too just much. rot in it. Okay. Anyway, <clears throat> that is going to be it for the NXT Wrestle Ramble this week. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, Ollie and I will be back for the weekend ramble on Saturday, uh, and then Ollie and I will be doing the Stomping Grounds review on Monday. But then Luke is back Finally. for more. I know Luke will be back for Raw and SmackDown next week. Uh, so hopefully. We'll see you guys soon. Love you all. Goodbye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.